2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: Uh, welcome to this weekend edition of Football Full Circle right here on the Sportsgrid. Radio Network, Sirius Channel 159. Jolisi, George Kurtz talking all things NFL, college, and even a little USFL. News and notes around the league. The LA Rams solidify the offense. We know about the situation with OBJ and the ACL injury. That allowed them to sign Chicago wide receiver Allen Robinson. So it'll be Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup being the main targets for Matt Stafford in 2022. But the news, of the day George came out of Green Bay right Aaron Rodgers about what about a week ago 5 days ago signed that huge 200 million dollar deal 153 million guaranteed highest paid quarterback but guess what his star wide receiver, Devontae Adams, said, Get, guess what? I'm getting mine, Aaron. I'm going to go to Las Vegas. I'm going to pair up with Derek Carr, my former teammate. Fresno State, baby,
4: in the house. Crunch, right in the stones. Unbelievable. I mean, it is just unbelievable what has happened. Uh, when I read this yesterday, for a couple of reasons, Joe. Uh, one, okay, not, they have no receivers now, right? I mean, Lazard, okay, you're, you're a nice guy, but you're a two at best, three probably. Uh, Amari Rodgers, yeah, that, that hasn't worked out great yet. They, everybody else, they, they, have, they just have nobody I mean, for, uh, for Aaron to throw to. And wasn't part of the thing that Aaron was always said that he wanted to Adams to be there with them. I know he stumped for him a while back, you know, as far as that was concerned. We already, already have a great wide receiver. He's gotta get paid and all that stuff. And now he's gone. Right, uh, he's just gone. And they, they do this after most of the top free agent wide receivers was assigned already. You just mentioned Alan Robinson, the really last top guy gone. So what are they going to do? Seriously, what are they going to do? As let far me ask as you this. Who is Aaron throwing to? Well, let me ask you this. Was
3: this Adam saying, you know what, I'm sick of you? You know, you, I, now granted, we heard it in the intro. Devontae Adams had a, a, a fantastic year. Career highs, 1,500 receiving yards. But all year we heard about Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that. Was this Aaron Rodgers' last game in Green Bay? Nobody ever thought Devontae Adams would be gone. Right, I mean, so was this Devontae Adams saying, you know what, I'm tired of this already. We capped out in Green Bay, and you know what, it, maybe it isn't Aaron Rodgers in terms of the success for the Packers. Maybe it is me and my ability, and I can go with my former college teammate and put up the same type of numbers
4: in, in the AFC. I mean, there's, uh, I think there's a point there. Uh, I do, uh, but with Devontae Adams. And if you believe in the end, I don't know how true this is anyone's know, the, uh, the Green Packers did end up offering more money, but that he really wanted to go to Vegas. It was his favorite place to go to. How much that is true and how much that's PR, I don't know. You know, uh, covering your own, do a little CYA afterwards, right? Uh, I think the most, uh, one of the most surprising things for me, Joe, was they only got a first and a second for him. That's it. And we're not even talking a top 10 pick. I mean, it's just weird, that's all you give it Devontae, that's all Green Bay thought Adams was worth? It was a first and a second? I find that strange. I know the fact that he had to sign that monster contract probably lowered the price some. But then you don't deal him. Right? If you're going to offer him the money, if it's true that you're going to offer him the money anyway, then you keep him and you offer him the money. And you get him to sign here, and why didn't you, if you were eventually going to offer this contract anyway, why not offer it last year and avoid all this hostility and all this negativity that was around it all? I just think this is all screwed up. All screwed up. Exit, what does this do for the Packers now? I mean, well, w- do we still consider them one of the best teams in the NFC when you no. have no receiving
3: game right now? No, no. Now, now it's the running game. Obviously as A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones go so do that offense because Aaron Rodgers is, is going to have to pull rabbits out of a hat and he's done it before with mediocre wideouts in terms of his, his days in, in Lambeau. But at the end of the day you have one of the most dynamic playmakers in the game. I mean that is his security blanket. We talk about Carson Wentz and his ability to check down to the tight end. Aaron Rodgers will throw to Devontae Adams when he's triple covered. It doesn't matter. He's throwing the ball first to Devonte Adams no matter what that quarterback to wide receiver relationship has been like none other in in terms of the NFC right you can't even compete or compare Tom Brady and, and Mike Evans the quarterback to wide re- uh, wide receiver relationship in terms of what Rogers and Adams have in Green Bay and now you take about 80% of that productivity out of there. What does that say to the rest of the team. What does that say to the defense? Hey, our offense isn't going to be able to carry us anymore. We're going to have to carry the load, no?
4: Uh, I would agree. Right, we're not playing today's NFL. They're wide receivers right now are Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and then Malik Taylor, Jawan Winfrey, Maui Rogers. They tight end? Forget about it. You got Mercedes Lewis, Josiah DeGuerra. I mean, come on. Like I said, It's, it's a strange all around here. They said this happened after. After the free agent bonances now. Are you gonna try and go after one of the Rams guys? You know, are you gonna go try and go after Robert Woods? You know, Odell Beckham? Yeah, sign know, him Robert and see, see what I happens. Mean, Robert here?
3: Woods is good, but he he's not he's not Devontae
4: Adams. You I don't know. But you're not you're not getting a Devontae Adams. That's not happening. Right? there's no one's gonna trade uh, that kind of guy to you. No one. I mean I, I said Joe, this is what this is what's bewildering. If this would have happened before free and then you signed... Uh let's just say you signed Chris Godwin or you signed Alan Robinson? Okay, I get it. Yeah, you had it you couldn't get it done with Devontae Adams, you you signed still a pretty good wide receiver for Aaron and you save some cash. I can understand that. But they didn't do that. Just just strange all around. Yeah, when
3: you look at Green Bay, they dropped a little bit now plus 490 to win the NFC Championship. They're 11 to one to win the Super Bowl. When George and I return, we'll dive into some of the uh, some of the other teams. Keep it where it is.
0: listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Back on Football Full Circle, Joe Lisi,
3: George Kurtz, breaking down the drama in the NFL. We talked about it. It's almost like a sitcom, reality TV. No, forget the New Jersey housewives of of New Jersey there, right? We got Devontae Adams jumping chip. We got Mitch Trubisky in, in Pittsburgh. We got Carson Wentz. In Washington, what's going to fall next? I mean, it doesn't get better than this, Georgie, boy. I'll tell you what. I do not, do not put Green Bay the same level as the L.A. Rams entering the season. I don't care if there's a hangover for the L.A. Rams in terms of winning the Super Bowl. On paper, offensively, defensively, now, especially with Robinson and Devontae Adams moving on to the Raiders, I think the Rams are significantly better than the Green Bay Packers. And I'll tell you this, Aaron Rodgers might get his, but he might fall back down to earth in terms of mediocrity. We might not see that MVP type of season this year, especially when you don't have one of the most prolific wide receivers in the game.
4: Oh, there's no way he's going to be a third straight MVP. Not with this receiving group that's currently constructed. And probably not with whatever receiving they If they bring somebody in, you're bringing a rookie, you like, have no idea what that rookie's going to do in year one. They do have picks, what, 22 and 28 in the first round. Uh, you bring in, even if you, if you brought in a veteran or traded for a, a veteran, a star, you know, not a superstar, a star, it could take that guy a little while to really get in chemistry, you know, getting, uh, you know, uh, lock, stock, and barrel with uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think the question right now is who's the better team, Rams or the Bucks, now that Brady's back? You know, do you mm. like the Rams better? Do you like the Bucks better? I probably need to see what other moves the Bucks are going to make here. The Rams are making all the moves. And the Rams well, the are Bucks- like salary cap. What's salary cap?
3: Yeah. Well, the Bucks. Let's, let's go through the top three right now in terms of the NFC. And if you want to join in on the conversation with Georgian and myself, give us a call. 844-843-6879. That's 844-843-6879. Tampa Bay plus 350. This is for the NFC on FanDuel. Green Bay plus 490. LA plus 490. So we know about LA taking on Allen Robinson, right? And if they do re-sign OBJ... Well, now you now you got a lethal trio there, right? I mean, you got Cooper Cup, you got Allen Robinson, you got OBJ. All right, granted, OBJ m- might not be there for the start of the season, depending upon rehab. But but down the stretch, playoff time, they're they're going to be very difficult to defend it, right? Uh, especially in terms of the passing game. Ta- Tampa Bay does re-sign God when they take on Russell Gage. Who, I mean, we're in agreement, right? Russell Gage is not elite he's okay he's good he's good I'll give him good maybe with Tom Brady he's no, he's not Tyree Kill he's not uh he's not even Robert Woods I don't think so if we're looking I would go Rams wide receivers then Tampa Bay and then Green Bay and, and i tell you what I might even put another team like like Minnesota in terms of the wide receiver core over Green Bay at this point
4: Oh, there are a lot of teams in the NFC. I would take the wide receiving cool over Green Bay. I mean, it's not a Green Bay's got just pedestrian wide receivers, and that's probably being kind, right? I mean, other teams that I would put, I would take Dallas. I would take Gallup and Lamb over anybody that the Rams have. So I'll take Dallas there. I'm probably not going to say something like Philadelphia the Giants. You know, what about uh, Washington's got McLaurin. San Fran with Debo and uh I mean D is that good. why we'll still wide here. You gotta count point.
3: Kittle in that though.
4: We got to count uh, Kittle. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take count the Rams. Kittle. I uh, yeah. call 49ers. I'll take the 49ers. Uh, i Arizona's tough. You do have DeAndre, but you lost Kirk. I don't AJ A- 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 Green. No, I probably They got, got Rondell Moore.
3: They got Rondell Moore, though. Rondell Moore came on. Yeah, I probably Let's need to make this. sure we'll Hopkins. Let's do this, I'm George. This. Let's go through how many wide receiver cores are better than Green Bay right now. Right? Tampa, LA, Dallas. I'm going to give Arizona. I think they're better. Minnesota's five. Are we giving Devontae Smith in that young wide receiver? No. no? Not,
4: no? not yet. No. I think I would put them not over yet. Green Bay right now. Are you kidding? Not yet. Not, they didn't do a whole lot last year. I mean, that's was, that was the whole problem with Philadelphia, right? So we're not sure about Hertz. We don't know if he can make those receivers any better than what they are. I, I can't get Philadelphia over that yet.
3: I would put Seattle, DK, yes. and Tyler. Yes. Okay. So you have a legitimate six or
4: seven teams ahead of the Green
6: Bay. So at least right half
4: the at least probably half the uh the conference.
3: Okay. At so least now let's let's talk about who potentially would be a fifth for Green Bay. Titans are gonna release Julio old man Jones. Do you go that route yeah. to
4: start getting some veterans in there? You've got to make a phone call. You have to make a phone call, right? To find out. Would you want them? If They don't have anybody. Would, would you want them? Oh, how much was his price tag? Seven that, and a half, I asking. think. I
3: think it was seven and a half.
4: That's seven what, and that's, a half. I think that's what, what, what the
3: what the Titans
4: were saving when they release him. Is he gonna try and make that back? How much money does he think he could still get? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'd say I mean, on paper got, about five. Five, you know what? If you get it for five, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Cause, because because what, what, if you don't get Julio, who's by far the, the biggest name we have out there, what are you doing? What are we doing? Well, we went through some of
3: the some of the free agents, right, in terms of the wide receivers last week. Now, some of them have signed. You got players like Jakeem Grant out there. Will Fuller was out there. Uh, trying to think, Gage signed trying to think of some notables in terms of the wide receivers that we discussed last week.
4: Um, well, I mean, uh, Juju's out there, right? Well, I wouldn't mind Juju. Him.
3: I mean, if you're going to go right. with Aaron Rodgers, no. Who are you going to get?
4: Uh, well, Juju didn't, Juju didn't do much once he became a number one. When He had to worry about the number one cornerback and the safety and the defense paying attention to him. He wasn't very good. Odell, you can make a play for him. All right, but we don't know what he's going to be back coming back from you know multiple injuries, and I have no idea what kind of player he's going to be. Uh, Julio Jones, once you have all the secondary guys, right? These are all well, the that's secondary the guys. The top, the top guys are gone, and they're not coming back. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh, no, we're not excited. But about that's Jarvis. not a pure okay. number one.
3: There well, are no pure you know, numbers. Here- they're gone. Well, here's what you have left. Let me let me throw. You threw Juju. Okay, here's where I'm going to go down the list. We threw out Julio and Jarvis. Will Fuller, Jamison Crowder, T.Y. Uh, T. Y. Hilton, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, old man A.J. Green, Zach Pascal, Deshaun Jackson, who's 100, Danny Amendola. can't believe he's still in the league. I mean... Mohamed Sanu, talk about that. Mohamed Sanu oh has God. been unbelievable in the, in the. He should be on the business since, uh, uh business list in, as in terms of collecting a paycheck. What did he have? Four receptions last year. Still on a team.
4: Hey, I mean this i me. is I'll terrible. Play. This is well. Terrible. That's because all, all the top names are gone. That's why right? they've all been signed. this is why this is why the strange struck me as so bad timing because you did this after. Everybody had signed. I said, Alan Robinson, in my mind, was the last big-name guy or the last guy who could do really big things that was lovely. He signed right, what, a couple of hours before this trade was made. See, was I think Adams timing. did it on,
3: on purpose. Adams did it on purpose. He knew he was gone. And, and you know again? what? Kudos to Devontae Adams. Kudos to him. I'll tell you why. Because, you know, a quarterback is only as good as the talent around him, right? I mean, you know, every dynamic quarterback has had Elite or, or above average wide receivers, right? I mean, think about think about Peyton back in the day, okay? Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison. Right? Tom has been, I I think the only one that has had throughout his career marginal wide receivers. Dan Marino had it, Montana had it. I mean, all the great ones had it, right? Aaron Rodgers, for the last what, five or six years, seven years, has had Devontae Adams, and all he does is progress. This is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. I'll tell you what, he might turn into Brett Favre overnight, Rogers.
4: You know, uh, do you believe Rogers knew about this? This Do you think he was aware they were going to do it?
3: Absolutely not. Crunch right in the stones. When we come back, George and I will break down some of the other free agents in both the AFC and NFC. Keep it where it is
5: Every time.
6: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba da ba ba ba. You're listening to football full circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz.
3: Continuing the conversation about Devontae Adams' move to the Las Vegas Raiders, and what does Green Bay do in terms of wide receiver help? Yeah, you could draft a couple of young, raw wide receivers in this year's draft class. Love Jahan Dotson out out of Penn State this year. Also, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, Traylon Burks, the big play wide receiver for Arkansas, but expecting them. To hit the ground running and duplicate the numbers or production of basically an all-pro in Devontae Adams is expecting way, way too much, even with Aaron Rodgers throwing the football. So we looked through, George and I did, in terms of some, some free agent wide receivers that are available. And, George, we talked about it in the break. I'm going to bring it up now that two or three guys I would go for. To really, I would say, put a Band-Aid on the wound right now for Aaron Rodgers because we know he's crying. The the blood is pouring out of his knee with Devontae Adams on the, on the Raiders right now. He doesn't have his go-to guy. I would go for Jarvis Landry and Emmanuel Sanders, and let me tell you why. Landry's 29, played at Cleveland, cold weather environment. He, he actually blocks as well. Pretty good blocker in terms of the run game for the Cleveland Browns with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. That's what they want to do in terms of Green Bay and LaFleur. Want to pound the rock with Jones and Dylan, and then obviously utilize uh, Aaron Rodgers in the passing game. Don't want to have to rely on them solely. And then Emmanuel Sanders, even though he's 35, big playability. Okay, not a pure number one, but played in a cold-weather environment with Josh Allen and had some big plays in that offense, hey, guess what? You have two wide receivers. They played in cold weather. They're not going to be phased by Lambeau. They're veterans and going with Aaron Rodgers. Heck, throw in old man Cole Beasley as well, Georgie boy.
4: Yeah, I mean... (laughs) I find, I said, I find this whole situation just uh, strange. Uh, Cole Beasley going there. as uh, I think the guy, I think Cole Beasley, the man is an idiot, but he'll help most teams. Very good slot receiver there. He just talked his way out of Buffalo, uh, and I don't know if I think that think like Green Bay is going to want him. By the way, I just, I just don't. But that being said, they have to. Uh, they won't sign two guys. Okay, you and I no. may like them too, and it certainly would help the team. But they won't sign two, not unless you count re-signing MVS as one of them if they can get him back. But we're hearing that his market's starting to heat up now. The teams are interested in him. I think they will sign one of the guys, probably one of the ones that we've talked about. We've talked about every guy, so they have to sign one of those guys, whether it might be Landry. I think they would love to get Beckham, who could be their number one if not for these injuries, and you don't know when he's going to play. So I don't know if he's gonna be quite on that radar for being the top guy they want here. You know, I think the fact that Juju, I think yeah, he'll he'll make some noise there as being the guy who goes, you know, I will pair him with Lazar, pair him with some other guy, pair him with a guy we're gonna draft at twenty-two or twenty-eight. Because I gotta assume, Joe. And that's coming too. They're going to draft one of these top guys.
3: Yeah, but where do they go? And what, what does the offense look like, right? You want a pure number one, you don't want Drake London from USC. You don't want really Treylon Burks because of the speed aspect. He's a bigger body. He's almost like an Alshon Jeffrey for for his days in Chicago and Philadelphia. You know, he can out-muscle and you, be utilized in, in red zone opportunities in terms of mismatch issues. You want a burner. You want a guy that just is that time to kill type of player, right? You want the guy that can break bump and run coverage. You want the guy Jackson. that doesn't lose touch Dotson is the guy – well, listen, you know, I I believe Jahan Dotson is one of the top two or three wide receivers in this draft class. I love Trelon Burks. I I think in the right offense he could be dynamic, but it has to be the right offense. Relying on Trelon Burks to be the main go-to in Green Bay, not so sure. Not so sure. He's a bigger body, 6'2", 6'3". But top-end speed are concerns. To me, it's Jahan Dotson. Great hands, pure route runner. Doesn't lose top-end speed. Catches the football at its highest point in the biggest games in Penn, Penn State's career. Uh, at least during his days in Happy Valley, always steps up. Even could be utilized as a punt returner if you need him to be need him to be. So I would go Jahan Dotson. But but. Even if he comes into that offense, George, how are you going to make up for 1,500 yards receiving?
4: How are you going to do that? You're not. Not with one guy. You're not going to make up. You already said it earlier. This is going to be more of a running team, which is just, it's weird to say with Aaron runs, but Aaron Jones, Dylan, you're going to run the ball. You know, more than we uh, expected here. You know, maybe they do go, uh, you mentioned uh, Cole Beasley or someone like that, and they go to the short passing game you know, more than the intermediate to the uh, deep the game. Maybe that's what they're going to do here. I think it's going to be a work in progress. I don't think think we're going to know what they're going to do. I don't know if they know what they're going to do. You know, this trade came down so quickly. I don't know if they know what their plan is for this season yet. You know, uh, the fact that we haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers, he hasn't been on the Pat McAfee show, uh, you know, spouting off means I kind of think he knew about it. I just can't think Green Bay would do this. (laughs) I just can't. All the problems they've had, and now we're going to trade BFF. And not, and he's not going to be aware. I think Rodgers would have flipped out by now. I think he would have I, flipped out. I disagree. I disagree. I, I see. I think it's the other
3: way around. I think I you know. Right. We saw Aaron Rodgers on McAfee. We saw Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to tell the world. I'm going to do this. And we didn't hear a peep from Devontae Adams. Okay, and that's where I think that when Rodgers was out lobbying for him to get his. Devante Adams was behind the scenes calling his former teammate, Derek Carr, and, and going, you believe this? Do you believe what I have to deal with? I put up 1,500 yards. I'm his main weapon. You think you're that beneficial or that much of an asset to the team? How about if I go to the Raiders? Where do you then? I see that's the way I think it went down as opposed to Rodgers being in control of the whole situation.
4: I don't, no. think, I, don't, I don't think Rodgers wanted Adams gone at all here. Uh, I think uh, setting Rodgers aside, I think the reason why Adams is not there, I think Green Bay actually really believed that uh, Adams would not uh, play under the franchise tag. I think they actually really believed that. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know how he could convince them of that. Cause, I mean, a lot of players make this threat, right? And they all play. You know, they all play through it. None of them actually going to sit out and miss a million dollars a game. You know, so it's uh, strange there. Uh, so I, I really wouldn't be worried about that threat. They, they didn't get a great haul, first and second pick. That's not a great haul for Devontae Oh, we got to make this deal. Someone offered us 17 number one picks. You know, it wasn't an wasn't offer oh, you couldn't refuse. You certainly couldn't refuse it. Oh, were they worried about the cap? You know, okay, we're paying Rodgers $50 million a year. Can't go go give uh, Devontae Adams 28.5. Although we find out at the end, once again, I think this is more PR than anything else. Team saying, oh, we tried, that they offered him a bigger contract. Now what your de- definition is of bigger is anyone anyone's guess in the NFL. Guarantees all that matters. And maybe they, uh, maybe they guaranteed more. Maybe they didn't. You know, we don't know what the term uh, was on that guarantee either. So it could be looked at in a lot of different ways here. But uh, I hope you're right that Rogers didn't know, because then sooner or later he's going to explode. It's just a matter of time. But uh, I have to think, I, I'm not saying he was consulted, but that they at least let him know. You know, hey, uh, Aaron, happy to have you back. By the way, we're trading Devontae Adams in about 10 minutes. All
3: right, <laughs> crunch right in the stones. That's right, the captain. All right, where's Aaron Rodgers now? He's not, he doesn't have that, like, smirk on his face. Huh? Discount double check. Bang! I'll tell you this. When you look at just the division right now, and we talked about this the other day with Atlanta being priced ahead of the Minnesota Vikings, they went from plus, I think, 340 or 350 to win the division still sitting at 3-1. to you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go in on garbage, Kirk Cousins. You're gonna still have the Green Bay Packers at minus one ninety five in terms of the division. I understand it's Rodgers, but what about the team chemistry? What about the offensive continuity? You don't think that all of a sudden that doesn't matter? The quarterback to wide receiver relationship? All of a sudden now, when Lazard's gonna put up fourteen hundred yards, thinking thinking he's back in Ames, Iowa, playing for Iowa State? Come on. I mean, I'm all in on Minnesota now. What do you What do you think here for the division? Are you buying two to one? Green Bay's that much better than Minnesota right now?
4: Not right now. No, no, not right now at all. I mean, Green Bay's not the same team they were. You know, because of the uh, the wide receivers, uh, Zadarius Smith's gone. Right, so that hurts the uh, the, the defense a little bit. Uh, <laughs> And the wide receiver definitely hurts. By the way, I just, I just, it's just hard me. To, it's going to be hard for me to get by that. But the defense, I thought, overperformed last year anyway. You know, and part of that overperforming, by the way, was because they were always up ten nothing. It seemed like real quick, so you could take away with, uh, the run game of the other team. Right? They're going to have to throw the ball now. You, you make them one dimensional. You're not going to have that a lot this year. Where they're going to be up double digit points, you can make the other team one dimensional. You're going to play more, you know, real football. but right? It's going to be close. Here. You just can't rely on Rodgers going up and down the field. So I think that changed the defense as well here. Do I think the women's division is currently constructed? Uh, okay, uh, I could certainly make the argument, or I wouldn't argue with you if you want to make it. But I think Minnesota has cut the gap down considerably. But I don't like Minnesota's defense either, and I'll still take uh, Rodgers over Cousins uh, because that's the better offense. I mean, Thielen, Jefferson—we know the, run, the running game is just as good as Green Bay's. When down with Cook's healthy, anyway. Uh, Irv split the tight end. We'll see what he can do. I do like Green Bay's offensive line better. But, uh, and I probably still like Green Bay's defense more than Minnesota's, but it's not two-to-one better. It's closer well, now. think of this. Where I would have easily taken, you know, yesterday at this time, you would have asked me, you're taking Green Bay to the division? Yeah, Joe, no problem. Now, no. I'm not doing it now. No, thank you.
3: <clears> Rodgers <throat> back-to-back uh, MVPs. He's plus 950 still to win the MVP this year. Derek Carr, 25-to-1. You got Chandler Jones, you got Max Crosby on that defense, you have Hunter Renfro, you have Devontae Adams now, you got Josh Jacobs, an offensive line, new head coach and Josh McDaniels. You don't think that McDaniels going to game plan to get the football to Devontae Adams on almost each and every pass attempt, baby? 25-1. to 1. This is a team that's battle-tested. Almost, Almost knocked off Cincinnati on the road. Are you kidding me? 25 to 1 might be great value entering the year. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the other teams in the AFC. Joe Leasy, George Kurtz right here on the grid. Don't go anywhere.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid.
0: SportsGrid.com.
1: Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions
5: apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispie sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day.
3: Breaking down the situation in Green Bay as it relates to the other teams in the NFC North. Talked about the Minnesota Vikings briefly in terms of Kirk Cousins potentially being maybe live at 3-1. to one. But then we talked about the MVP odds uh, before we left in terms of commercial break. Derek Carr, George, 25-1. to one. I mean, in the AFC, I know it's a stock conference, stock division. I get that. But, you know, this was a playoff team. You have a new head coach, and you're talking about now one of the best playmakers in terms of the wide receiver position in both conferences. I mean, Derek Carr put up, what, five, six games last year over 300 yards? I mean, this could be a consistent consistent week-to-week type of situation in terms of productivity. As long as they go to the playoffs or maybe even a potential division Game or AFC Championship game, Derek Carr could be
4: live at twenty-five to one. He's live, and there was a time, uh, what, something there in the first half of last season, he was mentioned as an MVP candidate. It trailed off a little bit in the second half. You mentioned that first half, he was dynamic. Here, that being said, it's just too tough a conference. I mean, if they look win at it that, though, if they win it, I don't think, I don't think they'll win. I'm not. You can make an that they're still the fourth best team in their division. That division's stacked. I mean, just completely stacked. All right, that—that's the—is uh, there? Like I said, is there an AFC West game you don't want to watch next year? Any of those four no. teams playing each other? right? No, that's be mu- must watch TV. Well, how many? How many? They give me on prime time Sunday night, Monday night. You know, a standalone game somewhere. Uh, prime four p.m. Uh, uh, the 415s, uh, 4.25 now. So Sunday afternoon games. Forget about it. I mean, you got Mahomes, Carr, Herbert, Russell Wilson. I mean, and it seems like all of them have also added uh, marquee defensive players, guys that go get the quarterback on their teams as well. I mean, it's going to be a fun division. So it's going to be tough. And we're not even talking about Joe Burrow here, uh, Josh Allen, who theoretically they should have easier schedules, but they should be able to put up better numbers uh, than these guys. So tough, tough. My first question would be, right now, March 18th. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite to win the AFC West? Is it the Raiders? Chiefs? Chargers? Broncos? I can make an argue for every one of them.
3: Uh, I'll go through them for you, okay? I believe the Kansas City Chiefs are going to regress, okay? It's not a knock on the Chiefs. It's just a knock on they've been to four straight AFC championship games. The The... the, the Mental resolve and the emotional aspect of of getting there each and every year takes an emotional toll, especially when you don't win it all, okay, or at least get to the bowl. Look at look at the Buffalo Bills. I mean, that's that really is an amazing feat when you think about what Jim Kelly and Andre Reed and Bruce Smith were able to do with four straight Super Bowls, not just championships. The ability to get there, and they didn't win the the heartache of losing. You know, the the blood, sweat, and tears. So I believe, based off of that, and based off the situation with. Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. If you thought Eric Bieniemy was that great, why'd you only sign him to a one-year deal? That's my first question. Second, I just believe that they're going to take a minor step back, and I think minor for the Kansas City Chiefs is okay. A 12-win football team in in uh, 2021. I think they can come back to 10, maybe 10 and seven. I, I wouldn't shock me in this division if even they're nine and eight overall. I really believe they are beatable. Now, second-best team on paper, I put as Denver because of Russell Wilson. If Russ gets back to his old style of him breaking contain and utilizing his legs, that defense, to me, is a little bit better than the Chargers and Raiders. But then third— I have a thing with the Raiders and and Derek Carr. He showed me something last year. And I understand it was with Basaccia uh, as the interim coach, but he became the leader. Now you're going to give him Devontae Adams? I'm all in. I love Max Crosby. I love now the addition of Chandler Jones. I'm not sold on McDaniels, but I still think he's a better play caller than Staley. So I would give them the nod over the L.A. Chargers because L.A.? Let me tell you, as good as they were, there were too many games. They they surrendered leads and
4: were on life support. Georgie. Oh, the Chargers! I can't pick the Chargers. Either. They until they prove to me that they're not going to find ways to lose, I can't pick them. I think they're a very talented team on paper. They look great. I mean, I, 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 I Chargers. We know Herbert. Okay, Growl, great quarterback there. Uh, Eckler, when you stay healthy, but still really good there. Wide receivers: Allen, Williams, Guyton, Palmer, fine. Uh, tight end could use a little work, but uh, you know you can't have everything in life here. Uh, offensive line's good, defense. I mean, it's gonna be no fun, right? You had Khalil Mack, you got Bosa, They're going after the quarterback. this week, and that secondary is might be second to none in football, right? It's that good. Derwin James, Samuel, J.C. Jackson. I mean, love what they've done here, but they need to prove it to me. You know, I I think if they hadn't had these issues, I might say this is the best team. You know, but that that's just mm-hmm. so, shows you how good this uh, division is. You go to the Raiders here. My only worry is. Uh, we're just assuming that Devontae Adams from day one going to be as good with the Raiders as he, is, uh, as he was with the Packers. I think that's a lot to ask. You know, a lot to ask. We've seen this before here. Where guys change teams. They aren't that player. It takes them a little bit here. So I do worry about that a little bit. That being said, love what they've done. You know, Love what they've done here. All right, the wide receiver core, Adams. Why do you talk about Renfro anymore? And this guy's really good. He's not a Devontae Adams type. He's more of a possession receiver. The Wes Welker type, but really good. Uh, you did right. lose uh, Zay Jones, but Edwards, Hollinger, be fine. Your tight end, great. Uh, with Darren Wall, fantastic. Offensive line, all right. Probably still has some work to be done, but still good here. Defense, you did the same thing. Uh, you had Chandler Jones. You got Max Crosby. We're going after the quarterback. Right, yeah, and Rocky Sin in the trade, the the Glockway trade. I think going get secondary still has some work to be done here, which is what my, probably my biggest worry with this team, but still solid. I'm not sold on uh, Jacobs and Drake either, by the way, as some great mm-hmm. running game there. I agree with you wholeheartedly about Casey. I think they do regress as well. They've done really nothing this offseason. Right? Very little over the uh, redo Frank Clark's contract there. So I think they've got some work to be done, and they're going to uh, lose Matthew. right? They For some, whatever reason, they don't want him back. They, they didn't even make a play for him. Strange. Which brings Denver. Now, what I said about uh, Devontae Adams, maybe it's about Russell Wilson as well. First year at the new team, some growing pains there. But you look at Denver, Joe. They've got the running game, right? Devontae Williams, I think they'll add somebody else, too. Eventually, a veteran will add someone during a draft. You know, everyone has to have a caddy. The wide receiver group, Judy Sutton, Patrick Hammer, damn good. Tight ends, love A.O. I am not trying to pronounce that last name. I refuse. Uh, love A.O., though, a <laughs> tight end. He's going to be a uh, top ten. Top 12 tight end of the league here. I'm not pronouncing that name. No, I'm not, I'm not going to butcher the man's name. Uh, offensive line, good, solid line. And the defense, I would have liked to have seen them get Von Miller back. Would have been great here, but still, it's a good, solid defense. You know, you had uh, Randy Gregory. Uh, you're stealing from the Cowboys. I think that helps as well here. Man, if you're going to try and tie me down to one team. Come on. Ugh. Ugh. Come on. Not Kansas Live City. Live a little. I'm not going to go with Chargers, so it's Raiders at Denver. I'm going to go Denver. Give me the Broncos. All
3: right, Here, here's the question I want to bring to you.
4: I, I, I
3: could see your, your breakdown and why you feel that way. But explain to me, and we talked about this yesterday with Minnesota, in terms of the futures market. You're telling me Cleveland, from a, a, an odds perspective, knowing what they have now, absolutely nobody, is better in terms of potentially winning the AFC championship than Las Vegas? Now, I understand the division. I get that. But you still have one of the best wide receivers in the game and a team that made it to the playoffs. And, oh, by the way, Las Vegas, in terms of the head-to-head last year, in the dog pound, beat up on Nick Mullins and the crew and won that matchup. You're telling me that Cleveland, on paper, is 17-1 to to win the AFC. Las Vegas is 19-1. to Based off what? I mean, come on. I mean, how are they coming up with this? I mean, New England, Matt Jones, good. Derek Carr, good. Devontae Adams, elite. I mean, we think that New England now, without their offensive coordinator, who's the head coach now in Las Vegas, is is still three points or $3 better than the Las Vegas Raiders? With a second-year quarterback and no playmakers on the outside, I know Osborne came on, but come on now. I mean, what are we basing this off of?
4: Uh, um, I agree with you. So I have no, I have no defense for uh, the odds. None. I mean, uh, we said. I mean, I of course, yeah. The AFC West is the best division in football. I'm not, We thought it was the AFC West Well, There's no one even close right now. That's how good the AFC West is. But it's not. You know, the the AFC North. You got Cincinnati, you got Baltimore, you know, Pittsburgh, yeah, they're going to take a step back, but it's not a terrible team. It's a good division. So to say that, it's not like Cleveland's going to win this division easily, or they're going to, you know, make the play. We don't know. They're going to make the playoffs, Cleveland, you know, with what's going on there. It does seem like Baker, well, I I shouldn't say it doesn't seem, he wants out. You know, they say they won't trade him, but he wants out, so we're not sure who the quarterback's going to be there. And suddenly you go through the AFC and go, well, they'll make the playoffs. They're definitely in. No, we're not. I don't care how good the rest of the team is. The rest of the team is good. It's not great, but we all four of the teams in the AFC West could be in, right? And there's all your wild cards then. So Cleveland, and Cleveland, I don't see them winning that division. I don't care who they add a quarterback or who starts a quarterback for them. Yeah, you know, so I'm not so sure Cleveland even makes the playoffs. Where every every team in the AFC West wouldn't shock me if any of them a wins the division or b at least makes the playoffs here. So I'm with right. you. I don't I don't understand why the odds are like the the way they are for Cleveland over the Raiders to win the division. I'm not surprised that the Raiders win the division, not in the least, and I'm also not surprised if they they make a wild card. You know, all you're these you're teams not surprised should be in the if they playoffs. come
3: in dead last, right? I mean, that's that's what you're that's what you we're up against in terms of the AFC exactly. West. So so then, okay. How is how is Indianapolis with no quarterback
4: on the roster right now sixteen to one? It's I can't defend it. I can't. I don't know what they're thinking here. I, I there's no doubt Indianapolis is a good team, but you don't have a quarterback, and, and you don't have really, a pure Matt number Ryan? one. Michael Pittman is Matt. is great. I love him, but he's he's still not a pure number one. No, he, he might be on his way to it being that, but he's not a pure number one, no. I've, yeah. And listen, I love John Taylor as much as anybody else. This is not 80s and 90s football we are going to win off the great running back. Right, you need to be able to throw the ball. The bottom line is this: you don't have a quarterback. Right? And what's the best you're going to do here? Matt Ryan. And if everything works out for you and Deshaun Watson does go to hometown Atlanta, and uh, you'll see a trade happen immediately, by the way. Uh, they'll have to work out that deal uh, before they even uh, sign uh, uh, or trade for Watson. Ryan has to be dealt so to get under the cap. Uh, that's your best case scenario, right? You get Matt Ryan. Okay, certainly an upgrade. But we're not talking, you know, a great, great quarterback here. You all said, oh, wow, you that got Matt Ryan. Yeah, they're going to win with division. They're a threat now. No, no. I think you're, once again, you, are you a threat to Tennessee? Sure. But you're not a threat to be, uh, in my mind, to be a Super Bowl team. You're not. It's not like every other, uh, every other position group on this team is fantastic. You know, you already said we have questions about the wide receiver group, solid. Tight end, uh, you know, the secondary didn't play well last year. Yeah, you lost a member of the offensive line. Fisher's not coming back. There are holes on Indianapolis. So I'm with you here. I don't understand why.
3: Yeah, that's why I think it, it, there is value in taking Las Vegas at nineteen to one, right? I mean, because here's the thing: if you take a wait and see approach with Las Vegas, okay, and say I'm going to wait it into the season, they start out five and zero. They're not going to be at nineteen to one anymore. You know, if all of a sudden they start fast like they did last year, right? What were they when they faced LA, three and one or three and zero? They were both three and zero when they when they squared off on Monday night. If that's the case for the Raiders and Derek Carr with Devontae Adams, that market's going to change in terms of the AFC Championship. You know, you can't wait too long with some of these teams, and I'm not talking Cincinnati at 10 to one or even some of the others. I'm talking down the road with with Las Vegas at 19 to one, they're gonna be right there at 10 to one if they go on a little bit of a heater. When George and I return, we'll wrap it up. Keep it where it is.
5: Every
6: time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba.
0: Football full circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz.
3: Wrapping up today's discussion. Pretty interesting, right? We got a little heated about Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, and even maybe Derek Carr. New wide receiver, Devontae Adams. Can they make some noise? Can some of the other teams just be status quo? You know, a couple of teams that I think in the NFC West that are just stagnant right now, and they are taking a wait-and-see approach to San Francisco in terms of Jimmy Garoppolo. What are they going to do with him? They're plus 750 right now on FanDuel to win the NFC Championship. And what about Seattle? I mean, you're not going to go in, are you, with Drew Locke as your starter this year? Do you draft somebody? DK Metcalf, very quiet. If you're DK Metcalf and you're you're watching Devontae Adams go to uh, Las Vegas, $28 million a year, you throw your hat in the ring and say, you know what, I'm on the market as well. Pay for me. I'll give you everything I got. Give you everything I got. I'm 6'3", 225, 230
4: pounds ripped. What do you think? Uh, he's probably not happy there anyway after what happened last season, right, when he wasn't being used. Now, granted, uh, yeah, if it was uh, Russell Wilson not using him, he's gone to be that uh, easiest things. But, yeah, I think uh, someone like uh, Metcalf certainly watching the market going. Oh. I may not get 28.5, but I'm pretty good too. Well, I want to get paid here, so I think he's going to start to make some noise here. Plus, we did hear in the immediate uh, after the trade of Russell Wilson that Metcalf might be on the block. Yeah, well, wouldn't that be someone that Green Bay may want to talk to Seattle about?
3: Would they let? Would they go in the NFC though? Would they trade him in the NFC? You have to be crazy. The kid's what, 20, 24, 25
4: years old? I think once again, if you're going to trade someone like Metcalf, you let the world know. Uh, I, I'm never trading within my division. i probably not trade within my division. Depends on, of course. Someone makes me an, an offer, I can't refuse. Yes, I do. Uh, I think in a perfect world, just like the Sean Watson, you'd like them out of the conference. But if Green Bay made the best offer, well, the best offer was the best offer. But if it's close, yeah, I want, I want to go to the AFC.
3: Two teams screwed up this offseason. They're both in the NFC East. They have three. Two top-ten picks, the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles not utilizing any of those really hurt this team entering the draft in late April. For George Kurtz, our great producer Christian, have a great weekend, everyone.
0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. (laughs)